0: Midbar, Am Yishol commits two egregious sins: the Ched HaEgel and the Ched HaMaraglim. Somehow they can recover from the Ched HaEgel. Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives them a pass. Yud Gimel The perpetrators are, of course, punished. But they continue. Life goes on. The Mishkan is built. They get past it. The Maraglim is devastating. It reroots Jewish history. The entire nation is punished. The entire generation is obliterated. Why is the Chet Ha-Muraglim so severe and so unrecoverable compared to the Chet HaEgel, which would seem to be a lot more severe, a lot more criminal, heresy, worshipping of Otazara? Many, many answers to that question, but one answer to that question is the Jews at the time of the Egel could be excused for being overwhelmed. They were shocked by everything they saw. The Yar Yisos Yad HaAgdolash, the Eser Makos, the Shechina, the Yamsov, Nasev Enishma, of Hakim, they're confused, they're disoriented, there's so much happening, and whenever the pendulum swings wildly, it swings back, and they haven't processed yet their chosen status, they haven't been able to get their sea legs to wrap their heads around their new reality. The moragam happens a year later, not a few months after Yitzhak Aspen but a year and change after Yitzhak in the summer of the second year. And you'd expect them to be a little bit more poised, digest a little process, understand the new conditions, summon the courage to face the uncertainty of entering the land of Eretz Yisrael. Well, see, each year our truth has to be different, has to be new and fresh. It can't just be repetition, and it can't just be reviewing and going through the motions, because then it becomes sterile and formulaic and dry and practice. Boy, are we going through different types of years now. Boy, are, is our life changing. Boy, is our world spinning. And I think about last year, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, and I think a little bit about the, the a goal and that there's so much happening. We're so shocked. Our world changed overnight. It was such a tsunami that I think we could be excused for not being prepared for Yom Kippur, failures in our six months, uh, minimal failures, obviously not terrible crimes. But now we've lived with this for a year and a half. And it's with us to stay, as we've seen over the last couple of weeks. I just got my third vaccine on Arab Shabbos. It's something we're going to have to live with. And one of the areas that we have to think very carefully about this year on Yom Kippur, on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is a alchit that we don't pay too much attention to because it's very vague and it's at the end. It's the tough. It's one of the toughs. Alchet Shochatanu Lefanecha besimhon Levav What does Simhon Levav mean? By that time our necks are hurting, we want to pick our necks up, we're ready to catch up with the Shliyach Tzivro. We say it very quickly. Simhon Levav, or Timhon Levav, means wondering, doubting, questioning. Questions are healthy when the world spins out of control in ways that we can't understand, we won't ask questions of Hashem because we assume there's order, we assume that there's providence and hashkacha, we assume that Akarish Baruch Hu has reasons, and if we are apathetic or indifferent, if we're lethargic or disinterested, then we may not care enough about the relationship, we may not care enough about HaKadosh Barhu's presence in this world. So going through this world that's gyrating and spinning so quickly and changing so quickly, there are legitimate questions, but... This is our Nisayon. This is the Nisayon, you. I'm speaking primarily to 18, 25-year-olds, 30-year-olds. You're going to tell your children about your grandchildren. I don't like to refer to it by any other name, especially experiences that far, far out outshadow this experience. But this is our Nisayon. And how are we navigating the Nisayon? And are our questions sincere to understand our Kodesh or does our heart wonder? And shouldn't we perform tshuva for too much wondering, and too much wandering and too much questioning? And is this... Uh, and experience is building our faith in our Kodesh Baruch Hu, and building our faith in Neshkacha Pratis and building our faith in being the Am Segula even though we're suffering Corona percentages and statistics the same as every other nation and is our faith in Kul HaSisrael this great period that we've been introduced to is it surging even though around us the world seems to be collapsing I hope that the answer is yes but even if the answer is yes how strong is it, how sturdy is it, how steady is it how constant is it so this is the second year and the second year has different expectations. And we're living with this, and Hashem wants us to wonder in order to find answers. But sometimes our heart doubts and questions, and we're not as close to our Kodesh Baruch Hu through this process. We don't feel that same warm embrace as we should. We feel alone. We feel that we're armed with statistics, with vaccines, with government policies. With, and, and how deeply do we feel our Kodesh Baruch Hu's embrace? And how deep is our Muna? It's a good thing to think about in the lead-up to Yom Kippur